Testing. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Week 11 Let's Talk Fantasy Football podcast, where this week we are doing a live recording. I have Jack Robert here with me in Gray's Lake. This is extremely exciting. Very I'm exciting stuff. Excited. Very uh, exciting stuff. I'm here. We're live. We're doing it live. Let's Talk Fantasy Football has its very live episode, and it's the day before Thanksgiving. The day before what Thanksgiving. What a special day this is. This is very, very special. Black Wednesday. Dan is going to eat food and lose in fantasy football tomorrow for Thanksgiving. Oh. <laughs> so, Dan? Oh, yeah, and to those that are not watching on the Facebook Live, we are streaming right now as well. We have one viewer. Uh, cousin Dan is viewing. Cousin Dan. And uh, we're happy to have him here tonight. Thank you for tuning in, Dan. Let's get down to business, Jack. Yeah, let's, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. no reason to, to dwell on Dan or the holiday. Without further ado, let's talk fantasy football. Let's talk fantasy football. Live. Live. It's Saturday night. <laughs> it's Wednesday. So no one told you you talk fantasy today, but we're going live. And we're live. Uh, all right, Tommy, what's the first matchup? He's also going to be filing his lawsuit with the 8th District Court. Yeah, well, Dan's, uh, Dan's filing a lawsuit because he's had some pretty... Pretty bad luck, uh, and we will certainly we'll touch get on into that, that in a little shortly. bit. Jack, I'd like to start off with the first matchup of the week, which is going to be Kyle, who remains in first place. Kyle played Louie last week. Louie took him down with a score of 20,374 to Kyle's 10,248. I think this is a good time, Tommy, for me to mention to the Facebook Live viewers and the podcast listeners that we are lucky enough to have a live audience with us tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you feeling? Woo! Uh, well, if you're feeling that good, can I get a round of applause for Louie's performance this week with a weekly total of 20,374? Holy shit! Yeah! <laughs> Woo! All right, wow. please no cursing from the live audience. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Family show. Louie... No follow-ups. Louie... <laughs> Scored 20,374 points against Kyle's 10,248. Tommy, it's juicy. There's a lot to talk about, but tell me what went right for Louie this week. Well, your first question is probably how many other times it's happened that someone has scored over 20,000, right? I misspoke. That's what I meant to ask. (laughs) I'm glad you asked that, actually, because this is only the second time ever since we started head-to-head format back in 2011. This is the, only the second time ever someone has scored over 20,000 points in a week. The only other time it was done was in our first year, 2011, and it was done by Louis. Shocking. <laughs> Louis scored 20,430 in the semifinals, which is week 15, en route to his and our league first, uh, first head-to-head championship. So, wow. Yeah, I mean, that's not, that's not surprising. Louis has always been a powerhouse in our league, and this week proves it. His team... Really showed up. Now, can you uh, address my second question? I believe you asked what went right for Louis. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much everything. So Louis has not one, not two, not three, but four people on his team go over three thousand points for the week. He gets thirty-one ninety-two from Russell Wilson, thirty-eight thirty-two from Antonio Brown, thirty-four twenty from Keenan Allen, and thirty-six fifty from Baltimore's defense. That's 
I mean, I, I don't, I don't know where. I mean, this is just an insane week. Yeah, it's I mean, just absolutely incredible. From the second it started with Antonio Brown on Thursday night, showing up with thirty-eight, thirty-two, as you said. I mean, you knew Louis was off to a great start, but you never expected three other of his players to follow suit with a three thousand point week. And then <laughs> right. there was just and then uh, three really solid weeks from Alshon Jeffrey with sixteen seventy. Jimmy Graham with 1730 and, and Matt Bryant with 1200. He only had two people score under 1000. And, three. you know, three. Oh, yeah, three. Uh, with disappointing weeks from Corey Davis and Adrian Peterson with 420 and 440, respectively. And then Marshawn Lynch only with 820. Uh, I mean, but even those bad performances, you know, Adrian Peterson's going up a really tough run defense with Houston. Right. And Corey right. Davis, they just got rocked by Pittsburgh yeah, in that they game. they got destroyed. Absolutely. So, I don't know. I don't know how you can feel anything but super optimistic about Louis' team the rest of the season. Yeah. His, his team is is firing all cylinders right now. Uh, he's had definitely one of the highest scoring teams over the last half of the, uh, you know, second half of the season. And the way Russell Wilson is playing, he's, he's clicking with Jimmy Graham. And with wide receivers yeah, like Antonio is, Brown. That's such a fun combo for him. Yeah. Russell oh, yeah. Jimmy it's, it, Jimmy Graham has been absolutely great for Louie this year. Yeah. Uh, it's turned out really He's well. He's so many red zone targets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which they didn't do a good job getting him red zone targets like their first few years, his first few years there. But uh, they're doing a great job now. I mean, they're the only – I feel like Russ Wilson, Jimmy Graham, and maybe Doug Baldwin are the only things keeping Seattle afloat right now. I mean, their defense is just – uh, gone, depleted, and... Sorry about that vibration. Very rude. Uh, their defense is just depleted, and somehow Russ Wilson is just keeping that ship afloat in Seattle. I don't know. It's yeah. just like it's yeah, a one-man show, and he's leaning on Jimmy and Doug. Russell Wilson's pretty incredible. Um, but yeah, Louie's team, uh, obviously a, just a magnificent week, and just performances from almost all of his players that were that exceeded expectations... He goes up to six and five. He's in third place uh, with this twenty thousand point week. He's got the tiebreaker over a lot of people now, as far as points for uh, for making that playoff spot. At six and five, with how many points he has, he just needs to win one out of these last two weeks to guarantee himself a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. And even if he lost the last two, he would still have a chance to get in. Wow. Yeah. So, so he's in. He's, he's in pretty. Yeah, he's in great position. Kyle drops to eight and three. He's yeah, still in can, first place. We can brush through Kyle's team pretty quickly here. Um, you know, not a lot to not a lot to touch on here. Uh, I'll, I'll say I'll say one thing. You know, Kyle's team took a big hit this week with Robert Woods uh, going down with an injury. He got twelve ten for Kyle this week, which was a respectable score. But it's looking like he's going to be out for a few weeks. I don't know if that's two, three, four, um, but it could look like he could miss some playoff time. So that's a big blow for Kyle. He got some solid performances from uh, Melvin Gordon with 1,400 and another just stellar performance from Jacksonville with 3,400. Yeah, but it's amazing. That's that he, about it for Kyle's team this week. Yeah, it's amazing that his defense can get 3,400 and his team still puts up 10,200. Yeah, I mean, t- talk talk about what went wrong for Kyle this week. There's a lot of lot of negatives. I mean, he's still searching for a tight end. He plays for Dorowitz, who puts up 280. Yeah. You know, he, he CJ Fedorowitz, uh, alumni of Johnsburg High School, member of the Fox Valley Conference, which Grays Lake Central High School is also a member of. Go, go, Fox Valley! Let's hear it, audience. <laughs> Woo, Fox Valley! Thank you, thank you, audience. <laughs> he plays Rex Burkhead again. 
<laughs> Sorry about that. I have a cough. He plays Rex Burkhead again. Uh, doesn't go as well this week. Only puts up 570. Zerline has been one of his highest scoring players. Uh, Los Angeles, the Rams didn't have a good game. He only gets one extra point, so he puts up 100. Murray goes back to his old ways. He doesn't have a good week. He, he's trying, you know, he plays Macklin and Dontrell Inman, and they can't do anything. It's been, Kyle's been searching for consistent wide receivers. He's had really good luck this year, but I, I mean, I would like to acknowledge the fact that with um, Will Fuller and now here with Robert Woods, yeah. Robert Woods was starting to look like someone Absolutely. that he may be able to depend on week in and week out. Yeah. And he's going to lose him at least for the next few weeks. I really do hope he can come back in time Those for week two 14. Big hits. Yeah, they're, 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 they're big hits. Will, I would say Will Fuller, um, obviously much more so than Robert Woods. Because yeah, I mean, and the, the big hit for Will Fuller was his quarterback getting injured, not even his injury. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's still fully healthy. Yeah. He's just not a viable option yeah. anymore. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Dan wants to know when we're going to start talking about the punters. <laughs> uh, that's hey, we love, and this is a great point to bring up. We would love to have audience questions at any point during the show. Um, you know, from whoever, maybe specifically from Anna, but um, punters could absolutely be a position next year. We should talk about that. Question. Yeah, I'll I'll bring that to a vote next off season, and we'll great. see if a majority can, that. can pass that. But you know, bottom line from this matchup, Kyle obviously still looking really good. He's you know definitely got. A playoff spot. He's eight and three. He's going to make the playoffs. Now he's just got to worry about getting his team ready, getting the right matchups for week 14, 15, and 16. Uh, I think that's what he's starting to do. We'll see. We will see what he can do in the playoffs. And then for Louis at six and five, again, it's looking really good for him as well. Uh, he's got a really good chance of making the playoffs and deservedly so. I would just like to touch on one person on Louis' bench, Latavius Murray, getting 22 10 this week. Four weeks in a row, five weeks in a row, he's gotten 15-plus carries. Yeah. He is quietly putting together a very respectable second half of the season for fantasy. Yeah, he's been and touchdown. not many people are talking about He's it. been touchdown dependent. He, all of his good games, he's had touchdowns, I believe. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, with the way running back is almost all, like every year, if you can find someone that gets 15 touches a game, that's, I mean, that's good enough. That's yeah. someone that, that's all you can really ask for is, is touches. Yeah. So. All right. On to the next matchup. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and that is actually going to be you. Lucky us. Lucky us. You, Jack, played Brian. You took him down with a whopping score of 10,830 to his 9,850. Uh, hey, I needed one of these. It's a lucky win for you this week. It's my you, first lucky win, isn't it? I mean, it's definitely your worst win. Yeah. Uh, so, but, okay, so you move up to seven and four. Yahoo does not say they don't have an asterisk next to your name, but you have officially made the playoffs. Sure. I don't know why they don't have one. Uh, there's three teams already with seven losses. And at seven and four, the worst you could do is seven and six after these next two weeks. So there's already three teams with seven losses. This week, Anna and Drew play each other. They're both five and six. That'll bring a fourth team to a seventh loss. Mm. And so you can't miss That's out. On, you can't miss out on the playoffs. I mean, it's not. So you're in. Yeah, it's not. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Woo! Audience, how do you feel about that? <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Wild, wild west coast. 
here in the Midwest for now. I don't know how people live here in this climate. Um, so talk to me about my team. I'm going to only put up 10,000 10, points this week, like you said, 10,830. But, uh, you know, what would you like on my team this week? Yeah, well, we already touched on this a little bit. You, I mean, you're in the process of trading away another championship. That's <laughs> so, so. your favorite phrase. That's your favorite phrase. Oh, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Facebook Live. That's <laughs> up in front of the camera. Our apologies. It's all right. We're uh, we're just you know fixing some things apparently. Jack, your team is good. Um, you know you, tra- you traded for Matt Ryan after three weeks. Uh, you know it hasn't worked. It hasn't worked out for you. Uh, you traded away a much better quarterback really? so far. What do you mean, really? Uh, Matt, Matt Ryan still doesn't have a week over 2,000 the entire year. I don't know about you, but I take I take 1,700 plus for my quarterback any day. Okay, what about 1,560? What about 10,848? I didn't have him then. What about 1,488? I had him at 1,560. Okay. <laughs> Matt Ryan's going to be great. Uh, what else do you like about my team? So, I mean, your team, obviously, so... Mark Ingram is, is who I love. Mark Ingram has been it's I I never would have anticipated this. I mean, in a million years that, that Mark Ingram would do this. I mean, I don't think many people <laughs> anticipated this. You you couldn't have anticipated this. Yeah. You could never could have been. I mean, you look at his since the bye week, since they traded away Adrian Peterson, 2750, 1900, 1490, 840, a down week, then 3110 and 2300. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, you know, Zach Ertz finally has a bad game for you. Yeah. With 180. Um, fortunately, it didn't affect anything for you, but, I mean, that's just a down week. You know, maybe he was – I don't know. I, I really don't know why. I mean, he got five targets, which is on point with what he got, you know, the previous three weeks before his injury, but yeah. he just also had four touchdowns in those three weeks. So. Yeah. <laughs> He just didn't. Nice he didn't get. Yeah, he didn't get the red zone looks that that you you expect with him. So obviously he's going to be fine. You made another trade yesterday with me. Actually, yes. I don't know if any of you are aware of this, uh, but Jack and I made a trade. Uh, we swapped Oakland wide receivers. He now he took Michael Crabtree from me, and I took Amari Cooper from him as well as Vernon Davis. I was in need of a tight end with Cameron Brait being awful and uh, Jordan Reed being injured again this week. So I get Vernon Davis for this week and uh, he gets the, what we think will be the better Oakland wide receiver. Uh, I'm hoping that Amari Cooper can, can hold his own and, and put up some big weeks. Hey, I, I traded for Amari Cooper. I got him from Greg earlier in the season. So obviously I, I was also hopeful about Amari Cooper, but uh, yeah, just use Vernon Davis to, you know, upgrade between the two of them. But I think they'll hopefully, both have good seasons, and it'll work out for both of us. Yeah, I mean, you you get Harrison butt kicker back, which probably shouldn't have happened. Yeah, uh, I was a little surprised by that. Which is a, a great kicker to have uh, rest of the season for sure. Yeah, Kansas City, although they didn't look great in uh, in uh, New York, but uh, they usually put up some points. So he's been really solid for you. Good to get him back. Uh, Kansas or Cincinnati puts up a great week for you with sixteen fifty. Um, I mean, that was, I think, to be expected with Denver and, you know, them playing Brock Osweiler. So. And I got to say, I love Cincinnati's schedule moving forward, rest of the season, into the playoffs. Yeah, is, so. that your, is that your plan for the playoffs, is just 
Cincinnati? Um, I don't want you to divulge too much here. But. No, I'm not going to divulge too much, but um, I definitely like them in Week 14 against the Bears, so I'm thinking I'll hold on to them. Trubisky's looked really good. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so looking at Brian's team, Brian puts up 9,850, so less than 1,000 behind me. Not like he had much worse, much worse of a week than me. Definitely could have squeezed out a win, but got good performances from DeAndre Hopkins with fifteen sixty. Orleans Darkwa with sixteen. Orleans Darkwa has been great. Orleans Darkwa has been great. He's got sixteen hundred, eleven eighty, eight ninety, six thirty, thirteen fifty, thirteen seventy. Uh, since week five, I mean, he had you know a few sub one thousand weeks in there, but. He's been a really solid, you know, RB2. Yeah, since week five. I mean, that that's that's fantastic. That's terrific. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Steven Goskowski putting up 2,300, having a big game against Oakland. And Des Bryant putting up a respectable 1,000. So, you know, you're you're happy with all those guys. Um, Jared Goff was the big disappointment of the week, I think. Yeah, that is definitely a big disappointment. I was actually going to point to his his running backs, Drake, yeah. Drake and yeah. Crowell with one ninety and one eighty. Sure, I guess I guess that might be a little more disappointing for him than Jared Goff. I guess personally, I was not expecting Isaiah Crowell to do anything against Jacksonville. Yeah, that's I'm not fair. blown away by that's that. That's fair. It's a very disappointing week. I'm for very Drake. disappointed in Kenyon Drake. Yeah, this week. yeah, after his 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 first two weeks without. Uh, Jay Ajayi, you know, he puts yeah. up 1340 and 1620, so... Yeah, don't really know what happened here, because it's not like Tampa Bay's a particularly great running defense. He had nine carries for 69 yards, seven carries for 82 yards, and then seven carries for four yards this week. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Not um, great. But yeah, Jared Goff also only with 980, so, you know, just a, a few issues on Brian's side, but he'll have Cam Newton coming back from by and Devin Funches coming back from by, so we'll see... What Brian does with quarterback rest of the season. Yeah, yeah, he's got an interesting choice. I mean, I would I would think, I mean, Cam Newton, just with the possibility of the weeks he can put up. Yeah. He's got, it's he hard, to, it's hard to pass yeah. on playing him. He's been pretty consistently dominant uh, really since week four. Uh, just one or two bad weeks since then and then massive weeks otherwise. So, you know, Dan, you're, so Dan falls to six and five. He's in fifth place. Or sorry, Brian Shout out to Dan. Uh, <laughs> Always Brian... <laughs> got you on the mind, Dan. <laughs> Brian falls to six and five. Now, he is in a position where he's obviously still looking good because all he needs to do is win one of these last two weeks. Again, at six and five, if he can go, if he can at least get seven and six, he's automatically in. Mm. He has the possibility with his points four. It's not great. He's one of the lowest. It's it's him and Justin who are the two lowest of the people that are really in playoff contention. So if Brian loses these last two weeks and drops to six and seven, he could be in a lot of trouble. Mm. Uh, Got and the same, and the same, the same is for Justin, which funnily enough, they are playing each other. Quite so the matchup. winner makes the playoffs. Loser falls to six and six and could be fighting for their life in week 13. Wow. Thanks. Yeah. Wow. wow. Best of luck. No, we appreciate the live studio audience reactions. Anna <laughs> looks like she has a question. <laughs> Anna, did you have a question Anna, for us? Did you have a question? Why Our you... first live studio audience <laughs> question. Not current. Thank you for raising your hand. 
two. Justin has a question. Justin has Please. two questions. Justin. One question. You guys talked about uh, punters earlier. How would scoring for those work? I have no idea. Um, Justin, that's a great question because I have no idea either. I have <laughs> never heard of a league <laughs> having this. As far as I'm aware, is this, oh, is it, a net, joke? it doesn't exist. Net punting or, oh. Is it a joke? Can yes. you have punters in fantasy football? Maybe not in Yahoo, I don't think. Oh. I've, I've never, it, yeah, it is a joke. A joke. Yeah, oh. We're not, it, it, uh, <laughs> we'll do a vote. <laughs> if majority <laughs> want oh. a punter. It's definitely possible with individual defense. In order to vote on it, I'd need to know how it was scored. Oh, yeah. you can do individual defensive players, and you could just have one of them be a punter. Well, yeah, because you can have special teamers. You can have, like, a kick returner. Dan has a question. Coming in live. Are Anne and Justin familiar with the term <laughs> menage a trois? Yes, very familiar. Yes, Dan, they are extremely familiar with that term. Thank you for your question. I might be out of the loop on this one, but... Um, it must be fantasy football related. <laughs> yeah, is that a fantasy football term I'm not I'm not aware of? Um, but yeah, I would like to just briefly touch on my bench, Tommy. Alfred Morris with 9-10 this week. Okay, Danny yeah, yeah let, me, let me stop you there. Let me stop you right Those there. Those are two okay. guys I'm really excited about moving forward. Rest of season? Danny Woodhead, rest of season. No, I like, uh, I like the Danny Woodhead pickup. If he can stay healthy, I mean... Like we talked about in that first week, he looked like he was very involved in that really offense. Really involved. He had a lot of points on the first drive alone. So, uh, no, that's a good pickup. I know you're excited about Alfred Morris. He gets 9, 10, 91 rush yards. I honestly think that could be the most yards he gets for the like the rest of the games he plays. What? That's a ludicrous thing to say. The Philadelphia's defense is good. Why would he get 91 yards against the Eagles and not? I mean... And I think Dallas. Is. I think put your money where your mouth is if he thinks he's going to get more than ninety-one yards. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, how much you want to bet? Uh, we don't do money bets on the show because that's illegal. But okay, thousand dollars. Bet you one grand. <laughs> <laughs> You're on. <laughs> All right. You're on. Um, should we move on to the next matchup? Yeah, let's move on to the next matchup. Uh, yeah, let's do that. You're. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it, do it, to it. Do it, do it, to it. So, next matchup we'll talk about is actually going to be Lou Lettenmeyer, Lieutenant Lou Lettenmeyer to you, uh, versus Anna. Now, Anna has a bit of a down week. Uh, Lou takes her down with 13,670 to her 9,420. Dad is now in fourth place after this win at 6-5. and five. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. Uh, he, you know, started four and one, lost four in a row, and has now won two in a row to put himself right back in playoff contention. He is in the same situation basically, except he has scored a little bit more points than Justin and Brian. But Dad is is in a situation where if he doesn't score a lot over the next two weeks and loses the next two weeks, he could also be on the outside looking in. Mm. So there's a lot of people in that position. There's a lot of, there's just, so besides, really besides me and Greg, everyone, like, so there's 10 people that have it, you know, there's really, I guess, outside of you and Kyle, there's eight people fighting for, you know, six playoff spots. Yeah. yeah. 
which intense. Yeah, it's intense stuff, and and no one's no really one's safe. No really. one's really safe. I mean, like I said, Louis with his with his massive week with that point uh, points for uh, it puts him in a good spot. I think he, yeah. he's definitely in the best spot of, of the six and five teams. So. But yeah, Dad, Dad has a great week. A disappointing week from Alex Smith, only with the 990. I mean, the, the Kansas City Chiefs, I don't know what the hell's going on with them. Oh, you man. go into New York against the a Giants. pitiful Giants team. A team that has been consistently accused of having <clears throat> given up right. on their season. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. what people are talking about when yeah. they talk about the Giants, yeah. on whether or not the defense is still trying. That's how bad they've been. They, I mean, they just got torched by the San Francisco 49ers. Okay, well... C.J. Beathard is a gunslinger. And Kansas City (laughs) goes into New York and barely gets a a tie to force overtime. Barely evens the score to force overtime at nine points apiece. Yeah. Yeah. Kareem Hunt got four first-half carries. Anyway. Uh, (laughs) uh, Tommy and I are going to need to pause this for a second. (laughs) got to let Tommy vent a little bit. No, um... That, I mean, super disappointing, Alex Smith, but yeah, also the, the Chiefs offense as a whole, just I, I, no explanation for that. Andy Reid's got to figure out what he's doing there. Get some really solid, uh, really Dad, Dad gets some really solid performances from his wide receivers. Jarvis yep. Landry with 17-10, Mike Evans with 11-70, and Demarius Thomas with 14-90. And all three of those guys are just damn good wide receivers. Dad, Dad's been really riding those guys all season. Yeah, yeah, and this week he got great production from his running backs. Alex Collins puts up 15-10, and Deion Lewis puts up 16-80. And that's where Dad's been lacking. Yes, and I think with Deion, I mean, Deion Lewis has been absolutely fantastic. Now, okay, so fantastic might be a little he's bit of a somehow, stretch. But, he's, but no, for but an, an RB2, he's the he's their guy. For an RB2, he's been fantastic. You, you look at since week four, his lowest score is 822. My question is, how was Deion Lewis not a part of the conversation heading into the season? Literally, the three other running backs were. It's probably because of his uh, injuries. He was good last year, though, wasn't he? Or was it two years ago? It was two years ago that he was... Amazing. Amazing, and then he went down with a torn ACL. Like, he was, like, really, really good in like, that offense. I just, I'm sort of, I feel like an idiot. Like, we buy into, I, it, this happens every year with Belichick and the Patriots. It's like, we buy into Mike Gillisley as their guy. <laughs> he likes to play Mike Gillisley gets drafted, you know, yeah. first couple rounds. Yeah, right. And then it's like, oh, when should I take Rex Burkhead, right. who's the right. new guy? Also, and then, okay, when should I take James White? Right. Like, Deion Lewis was not, not a part of he the was conversation. Definitely, I liked Deion, I liked Deion Lewis but a lot. I think he was he's so good. He's, he's, he, Deion Lewis is really good. He's really good to watch. Like, uh, he's a great runner. He run, he's, he's 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 quick. He's crafty, and he has a little bit of power to him. Right. I'm so. just like, why did we? Yeah. Obviously, he's better than Mike Gillisley. <laughs> like, why did like? It's just so funny how we buy into these narratives with like I don't know. It's all about the narrative, man. These experts can't trust them. That's why you guys. Are, that's why you guys are coming here straight to the source. <laughs> right. Right. We got the real. We got the we real. Got the real down. advice. Um. But yeah. Uh. Over on Anna's side of the matchup. She had some solid performances. Really, really strong game from Drew Brees with twenty two sixty, who has just been, uh, you know, not not dynamite in fantasy, but really leading the charge for that New Orleans State offense. They've just been really, really good this second half of the season, and Since I three. I applaud Anna for you know she she's the type of coach where she's she's looking for guys to go out there and get W's for their teams. Yeah, 
And I think she respects a lot that Drew, he's out there to win games. He's yeah. not hes not out there to, to necessarily score the most points for himself. Yeah. He wants to get a W for the Saints. Yeah. And I respect that Anna keeps guys like that in her clubhouse versus Kyle, who, you know, he'll go and pick up a Josh Gordon in free agency, <laughs> who has consistently just proven to have a total lack of character. And... <laughs> Um, I don't know, just two different sides of the coin yeah. in our league. Yeah, but I like that we have a, a wide variety of players right. and uh, coaches alike. Anyways, I, di- <laughs> I digest. Um, <laughs> Todd Gurley and Austin Eckler with nice performances for Anna's running backs with 13-10 and 12-80. But that's sort of where the good news stopped. Uh, what, what do you think was the biggest disappointment for Anna this week? She got let down by her wide receivers, I would say. Golden Tate, it was a tough matchup against Chicago, but he only puts up 470. Julio Jones, again, I mean, it's a, it's a decent week. 960 isn't it, it, bad, but you need more from Julio Jones. Yeah. You just need more yeah. from your first-round draft pick. He hasn't been that. No. Deshaun Jackson puts up 980, so that's not really a disappointing week from him, I guess. That's kind of on par with, with what you can expect from Deshaun Jackson. But just no, no one... No one got the big week, you know. T- like you mentioned, Todd Gurley gets thirteen ten, but she's come to expect more from him. Yeah, and Jason Witten a huge disappointment as well for her. Yes, yes, Jason Witten has another down week. He's been very, very up and down. Seattle has a bad week against Atlanta. They only put up four hundred. That that is a big factor in why her week was was so Who, subpar. Just sorry to cut you off, Julio Jones. I was just looking this up to verify because I thought I had read it or heard it somewhere. Julio Jones. Is has the fifth most receiving yards this year, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Mm-hmm. He got one touchdown, but he's having a down year. He's had well, he's got one touchdown. He's yeah, one that's, touchdown. That's it. I mean, it's like it's it's crazy. Like wanna it's kind you, of incredible slash inexcusable slash downright wrong that Julio Jones doesn't get more red zone. Time. It's it doesn't make any sense. It's one of the worst. Offensive coordinator, like jobs I've ever seen in my career watching football. What Steve Sarkeesian has done with this Atlanta in the, Falcons in the offense aftermath of- that was just dynamite yeah. last year. Yeah, just absolute dynamite. Yeah, unstoppable. The best offense in the league, and he turned him into this. You, you lose no talent as far as He's your positional got Matt players Ryan and Julio Jones still. He's got. He's got. Uh, he's got Devontae Freeman. Uh, Devontae Kevin Freeman. Coleman, yeah, Sanu, Kevin Coleman. Tyler Taylor Gabriel. Sanu. He's got, he's got everyone. He's got all of all of their positional oh players gosh. are back, they're and my... they're just so much worse. Oh my gosh, they're just uh, so much worse. Oh man. Well, Cooper Cup also with only seven forty this weekend and his team, but with Robert Woods going down this week and Kyle's team, I really like Cooper Cup for Anna moving forward until Robert Woods gets back. So I'm I'm hoping that he'll be able to be a nice plug and play for her. CJ Anderson with ten sixty on Anna's bench. Denver's backfield is still a mystery, but you know you can't. Jack, I think see- I think Anna has a question. Oh yes, Anna. I don't have a question. I was going to point out, and this is a fault of Cups, but he yes. he lost a ton of points because he two very close to touchdowns happened for him. Once he just blatantly dropped it like an idiot, like in his hands, dropped it. Yeah. And the second time he fumbled like the one yard one. I remember that. Yeah, he was. So he they was were diving for the. Were they his fault or did he the, fumble? The fumble was not really his. Like they hit him. I don't think I saw that play. Well. He was he was the trying to stretch for ridiculous. a touchdown. He lost it like the one yard line. The drop was ridiculous. I do remember that. Yeah, so I mean that that's cup gets seven forty, but 
one difference and he's got, you know, 1500. So, yeah. uh, I think you're right with, with Woods going down, Cup will be utilized even more and it, it could, uh, be fruitful for any of these next few weeks. So, but yeah, what I was, I was just saying, CJ Anderson with 1060, uh, I just I got no idea what that Denver backfield is. I actually just picked up Devontae Booker just because he seemed like the option with the most you know upside as potentially being a starting running back. Um, so I just snagged him, but I got no idea what's going on there. Legarrette Blunt is also on his bench with five seventy. That's another backfield. I have no idea what's going yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah, those are two field. crowded backfields for sure. Uh, and then you know Charles Clay on his bench only with four twenty. I think she's got to make a decision between. Charles Clay and Jason Witten because she's got to be looking free agency for other guys that she can help to you know supplement her wide receivers or, or running backs when you know uh, there's tough matchups. So yeah, it's it's go time for Anna. Yeah, yeah. I will we'll touch on this in a little bit, but uh, I alluded to their her matchup with Drew this week. It is go time. One of the very uh, it's probably the most important matchup of the week. Uh, the loser could be done. Could be on the outside looking in. So wow, uh, yeah, we'll touch on that a little later again. But yeah, she she's um, she's got to she's got to win and she's got to win now. And yeah, so it's it's a down week for her. You know, you you like the majority of the guys. It's not like she has to change too much. I mean, at this point, you just ride with the guys you've been riding with all year. And if they can't get it done, they can't get it done. Yeah, and then you just say, okay, it wasn't meant to be. But yeah. Uh, I, I think you're definitely right with there's some tweaks or changes she could make to really, you know, try and help her uh, get a win. So, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, I think, I just want to say, I think dad's team could be potentially dangerous uh, is what I w- will say. He's, interesting. I, if, don't believe, if, I don't believe in Alex Collins. He doesn't need him. He's okay. got Christian McCaffrey. Okay. On a bye. He's got Christian McCaffrey and Deion Lewis as his Running backs now. I also, as much I know, we were just talking about great Deion Lewis's. I don't. It's the Patriots. Like, I'm I, just saying he's been consistently reliable since week four. His his wide receivers scare me, so I I don't disagree with you. I'm just trying to talk myself out of it. Yeah, he's got four wide receivers that every week are going to put up. It's like it seems like at least a thousand, and their ceiling is you know, with these guys, yeah. literally like three thousand. So, uh, maybe not. Demarius Thomas and Jarvis Landry, but Mike Evans and AJ Green have been known to put up some massive weeks. So, mm-hmm. uh, if if Kansas City can get it rolling again and Alex Smith can play well, fourteen through sixteen, if Dad makes the playoffs, I think his team is real dangerous. All right, let's it'd move be, on to the next matchup. Out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the next matchup is what have we done? Three matchups. So. We'll talk about um, Justin versus Greg. All right. Audience, let's hear it for Justin and Greg's matchup. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I have a question for after this one. Okay. All right. We have a question for right now. Nope. No? Nope. I miss her? (laughs) Yep. All right. (laughs) So, Greg takes down Justin. Greg scores 14,626, which is Greg's best week of the year. Uh... Beating Justin with a score of 8,142. Uh, classic down week for Justin. His team has been very up and down. Very I mean, up and down. Let's just start with the week that Dak Prescott <laughs> 180. 145 passing yards, three interceptions, one fumble loss. 
one of the worst fantasy performances you'll ever, ever see, see from a starting quarterback. Ever. 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 Uh, so, I mean, it's hard to recover from that, but he certainly didn't recover. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders with only 242. <laughs> Jordy Jordan Nelson with only 340. Gron Robkowski with only 510. My leg is asleep. With Rams defense with only two. Oh, my leg is asleep. <laughs> Pause up. for station identification. <laughs> no, sorry, keep going. Um, the Rams with only 200. I mean, just abysmal performances. Yeah, and he didn't have any massive performances to counteract those abysmal performances, so that's why he ends up with what he ends up. It's definitely a down week for Justin. Lamar Miller had a great week. So did Danny Amendola. Um, McKinnon... I still like him. I do too, but it's but Murray has been stealing his touchdowns. It's just like, I mean, but it's one of those things where that offense is it's good enough. It's not Saints level, but it's good enough to sustain two fantasy viable. Yeah, and especially uh, McKinnon with the you know half PPR. Yeah, fifty points with every reception. So, um, I I like him. I like him. I think you know, I'm rooting for him for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But it's. It's tough. I don't. He's got to figure out something about his Green Bay wide receivers, because he's he's he, rostering two of them, and neither of them are really doing much. Yeah. <sighs> Brett Hundley, Favre, Favre does not seem to like Jordy Nelson. Like not. <laughs> you know, what does it matter if Brett Favre likes Jordy <laughs> Nelson? So. <laughs> Brett Huntley Adams. doesn't like throwing. Well, Adams is Adams has been good. except to Devontae yes, Adams. Devontae yes. Adams has been good since. Yeah. A, Unfortunately, neither of Justin's guys. Is <laughs> right, Adams. right. So what's frustrating for Justin is is it's getting down to crunch time, and I'm not sure he has any reliable wide receivers anymore. Yeah, no, uh, it's with Emmanuel. San- I mean, the the, Bron- I- the Broncos are now going to start uh, Lynch, Paxton Lynch next week. Oh no! Yes. They're good. They're 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 trying Paxton Lynch From next. Trevor week. Simeon to Brock Osweiler to Paxton Lynch. Oh, how the unmighty have <laughs> stayed there. <laughs> <laughs> Those are just three garbage quarterbacks. But just keep keep going. Yeah, just keep, just keep going through the cycle. Keep going back to Trevor the week after that. It doesn't matter, Broncos, who you're putting out there. Those are all, they're all terrible. The point of that is, though, Sanders is not someone you can trust. We already talked about Nelson is not someone you can trust. Hopefully, Amendola can continue to be good for him. Until Hogan comes back. Right, and that could be soon. So, yeah. um, Just, I I mentioned this earlier. Dede Westbrook fell (laughs) 165 yards short of his prediction of of 200 yards. (laughs) Close, but no cigar. Justin is still, I mentioned that, Last week that he, Brian, and you were all in really good positions being at 6-4. and four. You would have to lose out to miss out in the playoffs. But like I just talked about, Justin is in a, a, a situation where... Brian if- Tierney just commented saying Green Bay sucks. Brian, <laughs> thanks for joining. Welcome to the show. Brian, I'm so happy. Dan also commented, Justin's rostering of two kickers is some ninja mind <laughs> screw strategy. I completely agree, Dan. The, uh, the story behind that is... On Sunday, Justin was like, oh, I still have Kai Forbath on my team? Why do I still have Kai Forbath on my team? (laughs) And why am I playing Minnesota's defense? Yikes. Yikes. Well, you know, hey, 
Or maybe it's some Ninja Mind Screw strategy. I like where your head's at, Dan. So happy to have the Tyranny Bros with us here. Our favorite um, bros. Ken and Tim are also in our thoughts. It's possible uh, if maybe they're Dan here. and Ken are hanging out that uh, they're watching right now, too. So. And it's possible that Tim is visiting Brian in Milwaukee, <laughs> and they're hanging out. I think it'd be more likely that he'd be visiting Dan, you know, in Tucson. <laughs> uh, well, you know, two and two. Um, either or. Well, moving over to Greg's side of the ball. His best week of the year by far? Am I mistaken? By far. Uh, he... I believe I want to say he got he even broken thirteen. I think he got thirteen thousand once. A huge week from Captain Kirk. Captain Cousins, Kirk's leading the way for Greg. Ninety-eight. Tyler Lockett, not Trent Lockett, the Marquette basketball player. Tyler Lockett with thirteen fifty-eight. Ted Jin Junior with ten fifty. Amir Abdullah with eleven ten. Jordan Howard with eighteen fifty. Delaney Walker with twelve twenty. I mean, these are I, the list goes on and on. Just. Great week. Solid across the board, except for the the toe knife scum that I traded away to him, Joe Mixon. Uh, yeah, I just described Joe Mixon as toe knife scum. He is just, I mean, Denver's run defense is, is good, sure, yeah, but yeah. oh my gosh, I'm just, I want nothing to do with that Bengals offense unless his name rhymes with BJ Bream. And even then, you don't know what then, you're going to get. I'm, I'm not sure what I'm going to get. No, Joe Mixon has been fine. He has a down week. He had three weeks of at least 1,000 before that. What, what, what really baffles me is the Sorry fact that... Sorry to interrupt that, you, Tommy. Uh, Brian Justin recommends that you pick up Connor Barf, which I, <laughs> I, I believe he's referring to Connor Barth, who was just recently released by the Chicago Bears. <laughs> Thank you for the tip. So, uh, it's a pretty good tip. It's a pretty good tip. <laughs> I am baffled that Greg is still starting Martavis Bryant. That is something... He certainly never listened to this podcast (laughs) because that's something we tell him to please stop doing every week. No way Martavis Bryant should be in Greg's starting lineup or even on his team. Martavis Bryant's best week since week two is 680 points. Wow. Wow. That's very bad. That's very bad. Uh, the Chargers with a huge week for him with thirty two fifty. Yeah, like a bit, great. A lot of good defense for defensive performances this week. Absolutely, yeah, and a great play by him. I don't know uh, if it was because if he picked them up because they were starting the rookie quarterback, but, but if so, great, smart thing, great decision. Yeah. Absolutely, that five interceptions by Nathan Peterman yeah. in the first half. Who uh, tell me if if someone in the audience has heard an update, but. Sean McDermott is still claiming that it's up in the air who's yeah, starting. Yeah, he's he, he you know he's gonna <laughs> stick with it. I guess what it that's just oh my gosh that's just so classic well, stubborn coach my way or the highway <laughs> I t- I say who my quarterback is. It's like <laughs> shut up, dude. Everyone everyone knows Ty Dar- Tyrod Taylor is better than Nathan Peterman. Yeah. Why like why are you doing that? It's it's just weird that you know obviously the so. You're having a decent season. You currently hold a wild card position. You got a decent chance of they making, have a winning you have a, record. You have a decent chance of making the playoffs. Your quarterback's been playing well. So what do you do? You bring in a rookie quarterback who's never played an NFL snap to try him out. Because now's the time they to do it. They had a winning because record. Because now's the time to do it. It was an important game. <laughs> yeah, not the start of next year. Not the start of this year. It was an important winnable game. In the... Yes. <laughs> right. And it's against the Chargers. Right. I mean, you're not going against the Patriots and just being like, oh, well, we're going to lose, so let's just try something else out. It is a decision to me that literally makes 
zero sense for the time that they did it at. I haven't heard a single rational argument for it. Right. He literally threw four interceptions in his first nine attempts. His first nine NFL attempts, he had four interceptions. That's, I, I'm not a numbers guy, but that can't be a great passer rating. <laughs> No, no, no. I would say it's somewhere around like 120. Yeah, uh, not which good. is not perfect, but Doug Martin on Greg's <laughs> bench with 540 only. He's been super disappointing lately. 510 last week, certainly, 70 certainly the week not, before that. Certainly not like the third or fourth round draft pick no. that Greg spent on him, even though he missed the first four weeks. Duke Johnson Jr. though with a solid week, 1460 on Greg's bench. Definitely someone that I think. You know, depending on the matchup, he can he can plug in, maybe even over Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon has been toe knife scum. Um, anything else you want to say about this matchup before we move on to the next one? Not really. Uh, yeah, I will, I will say something else after this question. Um, my question is, what happened with Dak? And should I be scared? Like... It's a is great he question. no longer a starting quarterback? What happened? It's a great question. What is that score? What happened is, is they they ran into uh, the buzzsaw that is the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, that's not all it was. What have other teams but, scored against them? Like right, because obviously, to Justin's point, you know, one. I think I think I think quarterbacks are averaging about Well, if that's the case, then yeah, your your argument is is bulletproof. Um, no, obviously, it starts with the juggernaut that is the Eagles defense. One of the, I mean, probably hands down the best defense in the league. Not having Elliott, I, w- I would assume, is a big thing. Uh, I It's the offensive line, too. I'm also, I also, and this is, you know, maybe I'm buying into the narrative. I like a good story. I would be worried if uh, I'm a Dak Prescott owner. If it's the offensive line. It was a big, that was a big, that game was a big opportunity for Dak. I'm not worried at all. To step up. Keep his team in the game, and he just looked. I mean, he just looked helpless out there. Like, this is a classic overreaction. This is a classic <laughs> overreaction right here. Dak Prescott in his next three weeks is going to play the Chargers at home. That's a fine matchup. You play him there. Then he's got Washington at home. Then he's got he plays the Giants. Then the Raiders. Yeah, got, those, I, are, yeah. those are those are great matchups. Sure, sure. Those are great matchups. I'm worried. I'll say it. I'm worried. <laughs> I, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. He, Dak has proven that he's a good quarterback. He's a good NFL quarterback. He can run. Rushing touchdowns are always a possibility for him. He gets them often, and the rushing yards help. It's gonna be. It's hey. gonna be a bounce back week for the Cowboys next week. Week one of the playoffs, though, he's got to go up against the Giants, who who shut down the Chiefs for only nine points this week. Whoa! I didn't really think about it like that. So. No, uh, he's got a geese. Yeah, you geese. know what you should do? If you make the playoffs week 14, you'd sit Dak, you'd sit play there. Eli. Yeah. Yes. Play Eli against yeah. the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I mean, I think Dak will be fine. Uh, but Dak I, should be fine. I like a good story. No, the offensive line is a little bit concerning, but I definitely think I don't. And you don't want to overreact this week. Him not having Zeke really hurts. Well, except Alfred Morris is pretty much well, right Alfred there Morris, with yeah, it. Yeah, I forgot so. they had Alfred Morris. Um all right, on to the next matchup. Yeah, I did want to say great win for Greg. Uh, it's it is too little, too late though. Yeah, he, he goes to four and seven. He would, I'm like I don't know the exact numbers, but I'm guessing he would need to score like forty five thousand points over the next two weeks to have a chance of making the playoffs. <laughs> so well, I don't think it's going to happen for him. Sounds uh, like you know the exact numbers. 
Uh, I just know that he has a lot less than everyone else. Yeah. Um, so he would need to score a lot and have some crazy things happen to even have sure. a shot. So really for me and him, it, it's it's over. For Justin, it's a bad week. Hopefully he can have a bounce back week next week. Like I said, very important match between him and Brian. Winner is in. Loser is on the cusp of missing. So It's exciting it's times. Exciting times don't, don't stop your crying. It's a sign it's of the a, times, it, as Harry Styles says. Or don't start your crying. Justin has crying. another question. Oh, we got some comments. Brian Tierney says, no Zeke hurts Dak. Very true. And Dez. Yeah, because Dez has been having some injury troubles. And, and no, I think Dan's saying and hurts Dez. Oh, wasn't Dez on, like, not sure if he was going to play or not? There were whispers. Yeah, there were whispers in the bushes. Um, but, yes, no Dak. Well, if it hurts, if no Zeke hurts Dak, then certainly, yeah, it's going to hurt Dez. But great. Great comments from the Tierney brothers um, and Tim and Kenner in our thoughts. Um, <laughs> any other audience questions? Anna. Specifically from Anna. <laughs> does, does Anna have any questions? Uh, we are lucky enough to have, uh, obviously, you know, this is Let's Talk podcast. Uh, I'm J.R. Lett. This is my brother T.J. Lett. As JR, I do have a twin sister. We're lucky enough to have my twin sister, ML Lett, in the audience. ML, how are you doing? doing good today. Thanks. Very great to have you. I don't understand. I don't see anything about Des Bryant being injured. I had heard that he... Why don't you start the next matchup and I'll um, do some research. I'll do some research. Cool. Um, fifth matchup we shall talk about. Who's going to talk about the fifth matchup? That's me. <laughs> That's Tommy. I'm going to talk about the fifth matchup. That's Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? That's him. That's me. Oh, yes, the fifth matchup. Oh, gosh. Okay. Woo! Fifth matchup is Scott versus Dan. A matchup for the I think I called it. It was ages. the matchup of the year. It did not disappoint. No, it, it did, did not, not disappoint. disappoint. What Woo. drama. Oh my gosh. What drama. I can't wait to talk about this. Okay. <laughs> Scott takes down Dan with a score of 15,612. Dan's 15,382. This matchup made me sick all weekend. Monday night, I felt, I felt ill the entire Monday night football game. Because going into it, you knew it was going to be close. You knew it was going to be real close. And it didn't disappoint. It really didn't. Scott was down something like 2,400 with Doug Baldwin. Blair Walsh, and Austin Hooper to play. So you got three guys who are down 2,400. You figured Austin Hooper wouldn't have a great game. He disappoints only putting up 90. Blair Walsh actually had a great game. It was the only reason Scott had a chance to win was Blair Walsh. Doug Baldwin did nothing. I mean nothing the whole game. He had 160 points, yeah. one catch. Wow. And with three minutes left, Doug Baldwin catches like a – 29-yard touchdown, and just like that, Scott's up 300 points. Scott wins the matchup. It was truly heartbreaking. I, both teams are so good. Both teams deserve to make the playoffs. With the loss, Dan drops to 4-7. and seven. He's now in 10th place. He's in a very dangerous situation. Scott, with the win, is 5-6. and six. He has the points tiebreaker over everyone. If he gets one more win... I think he's in. But certainly if he wins out, he's for sure in. Yeah. Dan 
can still make the playoffs. He's got to win his last two matchups, and he's also going to need a little bit of help. He's scored a lot of points as well. He's got the tiebreaker over Anna, Brian, he's got the third Justin, and Dad, who he's all fighting against. So all four of those, if any of them finish 6-7, and seven, and Dan also finishes 6-7. and seven, Dan did just comment, I'm in 10th place, 3rd in points, 1st in points against. Chew on that. So... And he's got he's first in points against about by Scott, a good amount. We talk about Scott having bad luck this year, but Dan has also had some bad luck this year. I don't think I've been very quiet about how bad we, of luck we, Dan has We haven't had. talked about Dan's team at all. <laughs> um, I do want to warn you, as the commissioner of our league, Dan did change his team name to Lawsuit Pending. He and I chatted so about this a little bit. there may be a lawsuit coming your way in terms of unfair scheduling or something of that nature. Yeah, I think... As the commissioner, do you have a public response at this point? Yeah, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to sweep this under the rug <laughs> okay. until the off-season. I like your okay. style. I like sweep your style. Sweep it under the rug until the off-season. We're going to do this behind closed door. Yeah. You know, I'll probably take a draft pick away from Dan. Okay. Maybe, uh, you know, give him, you know, suspend him for a week or something like that. Sure. We'll get it solved. Sure. And we'll, you know, we'll move smoothly into next season. Sure. You... In the mean, deserve a $50 million and, and, raise and a private jet, my friend. In the meantime, I'm going to negotiate a new contract. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Why well, that private jet for life? Yeah. Dan just commented collusion, which uh, is too big of a word. So I don't know what it means. Um, moving on. Please explain to the audience that you do know what the word means. Yeah, I know what collusion means. means, okay? It's when two cars get in an accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we know what collusion is, okay? <laughs> it's called a head-on collusion. a car accident, moron. <laughs> I don't know why I'm, I'm staring at the mic like that. The mic is Dan. <laughs> I see you. Um, um, okay, so back to this matchup. Scott's team. Ben Roethlisberger, 28-96. Wow. We talked about the Steelers on Thursday night, but they made the Titans look like a sad little... Baby football team. They torched them. They torched them, as they say in the they, business. They 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 flexed a little bit. You know who else flexed? Brandon. She not only bakes but she cooks. Twenty three ninety. One hundred forty nine yards, one <laughs> receiving touchdowns, and six receptions. She also cooks. I like that. <laughs> uh, Le'Veon Bell with fourteen eighty. Leonard Fournette with twelve eighty. Just, you know, obviously really solid performances. You see his team. The biggest surprise of the week, though, Kenny Stills with 27.50. Riding the glorious feathers of Matt Moore yeah. and Jay Cutler's concussion. Kenny Kenny Stills. <laughs> Our thoughts are with Jay. <laughs> Kenny Stills is like a top five wide receiver when Matt Moore is quarterback. In the week against the Jets, he put up 23.50. Matt Moore played most of that game as well. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's that's a dream team. That's the romantic it's connection crazy. between the two of them. I talked about it. Devontae Parker's value is like nothing when Jay Cutler is not his quarterback. Kenny Stills is, is the main benefactor of Matt Moore being quarterback. Can we do our uh, weekly segment segment of um, what did Blair Walsh do this week? Sure. Did you see what Blair Walsh did this week? <laughs> yeah. He missed another game-winning field goal, or game-time field goal. Well, to be fair... It was a really, really long field goal of 52 yards. It, yeah, 52 yards. It would have broken the NFL record <laughs> yeah, for, right. for right. longest kick. Uh, by several yards, it would have broken the record. Yeah. So, understandably, 
uh, as an NFL kicker. He hit it on target, which was impressive. Yeah. But it was short. Yeah. A by short. a good amount. Well, no, it was actually pretty close. Ah. It was like a. It was pretty close. You should you should look up a still frame of how close it was, because it was pretty close. It didn't even hit the crossbar. Okay. If it hit the crossbar, <laughs> that would be uh, incredibly close. <laughs> so when it comes a foot away of hitting the crossbar, that's not close because it didn't hit it? All right. Austin Hooper was only 90. Uh, so Scott's really got to figure out the tight end position, which, you know, we'll see what he does in waivers this week. It's we're recording on Wednesday yeah, this week. We can, I, talk, yeah, we can talk about yeah, okay, it. Okay, shoot. Well, I was trying to give the guys that we recorded on Tuesday. Um, <laughs> yeah, we know Scott picked up Greg Olson. Yeah, yeah. If he so can come back and look good, it gets his guy back. Yeah, it would have been absolute an absolute devastating loss for Scott with because he should have going into Monday night he was favorited and with a bad as bad as Austin Huber was and until that last play Doug Baldwin was really bad that would have been. A frustrating loss for Scott. Not to say that this isn't a frustrating loss for Dan, because it's equally as frustrating for him. I mean, let's talk about his week. Like, we talk about his week? We talk about his week? Yes. Yeah! <laughs> I just um, wanted to say one more thing about Scott's team. Yeah, absolutely. On his bench. Eli Manning, you want to talk about him? It's a good stash, I think. <laughs> he should drop Eli Manning. Uh, he, did he, act- he did actually to pick up Greg um, Wilson, so... No. Javorius Allen. Javorius, how much buck would a wood buck buck Allen? If a wood buck could buck wood. If a wood buck could buck wood. (laughs) Only 220. I think he's droppable at this point. I think with Danny Woodhead coming back. Come on. He's a great, great pickup for Scott. I just wanted to say that. Just a little piece of advice to Scott. Um, Moving on to Dan's team. Dan, please feel free to comment openly throughout Tommy's Harsh critique of your team. I've seen his pre-show notes, and <laughs> whoa, man, uh, he's gonna drill into you a little bit here. So feel free to comment with any feedback. You ready for this? Yeah. Dan's going to win the championship this year. Okay. All right, Tommy. He's not even gonna make the playoffs. Dan's gonna win the championship this year. Wow. Dan, wow. you're winning the championship this year. I love Dan's team. I think. I think his team is better than Scott's now. I like his team more than Scott's right now. Kamara, AK, AK-41, yeah, has been as absurd as Mark Ingram has been. He yeah. puts up 22-60. LaShawn McCoy puts up 25-10. You love LaShawn Alvin, McCoy the rest Alvin of the season. Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram Adam still. Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen. Number one wide receiver with in the case, NFL. With Case Keir yeah. Helm, number, yeah. one, receiver, number that, one wide receiver in the NFL. If, if you would have told me in the beginning of the season that one of the literal best wide receiver Quarterback combos in the NFL would be Case Keenum and Adam Thielen. I'd spit on you. <laughs> I'd pull your hair. I'd pull you to the ground. I'd grab you by the ear and I'd stomp on your face. That'd be a lie. But there, I mean, Adam Thielen is taken away from my boy Stefan Diggs, and but he's looking good while doing it too. I mean, Adam Thielen looks like a wide receiver that like could really. He could be a Wes Welker type for many, many, many years to come. He looks so good, and he's young. Adam Thielen's got 289 receiving yards over the last two weeks. It's a lot of receiving yards. Yeah, Minnesota's offense is. I like. I humming. like. They're humming. I like the Vikings. They're humming. I like the Vikings. Everyone, I think they everyone could, keeps saying Detroit's going to catch up. I know. To them. This is a big game. To, yeah. uh, tomorrow. Oh yeah. Huge game tomorrow. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram are, are have still been. They've been the. The, the two best fantasy running backs in the NFL 
like since Adrian Peterson was traded. Yeah. Like legitimately. Yeah, legit. Um, Carson Wentz with 2,000 points. He's just so solid. The Eagles, yeah. man. Talk about teams that look good. Eagles you got to be putting your money on them for winning the Super Bowl at no, this point. No. No. But Patriots? Just with it being their first year of being this good. Well, so I'm asking you, who would you put your money on if not the Eagles? I would always put my money on the Patriots right. because there's always a chance they'll win. Um, honestly, I mean, I don't know because with Seattle's defense being the way it is, Dallas without uh, Elliott, they might not even make the playoffs. Yeah, my goodness. I mean, I would love to see a, a Saints versus Eagles matchup in the NFC Championship. I don't think that's unlikely. That's who I would put my money on at this point. I think those are the two currently the two best teams in the NFC. NFC. What about the Falcons? You've liked them a lot. That's a really good point. Uh, that's a really good point. Dan's got an important question. That would be you. tough. All right, Dan, we got a question. Tommy, you want to read it out loud? <laughs> Have you been sucking back on Grandpa's cough medicine, <laughs> smoking the Jolly Green Giant? I probably won't even make the playoffs, but thanks for the good photo. I um, think... Dan, here's what I'll say. I agree with you because I don't think you'll make the playoffs. But if you do make the playoffs, which is still possible and not even that crazy unlikely. No, he just needs to win his last two weeks. Then I don't think Tommy's very off base here. I mean, your team from top to bottom, LaShawn McCoy and Alvin Kamara is a nasty. Yeah, that's dynamite. It's a nasty running back combo that... Cannot be touched. Evan Ingram only got 140 this week, but I love him as a yeah, tight end. Yeah, yeah, That's just a down and week then, for him. Like we said, Carson Wentz, the Eagles have just been so good. We didn't talk about Larry Fitzgerald. The wide receivers are Kelvin Benjamin, Adam Thielen, and Larry Fitzgerald. I think Kelvin Benjamin is your huge weak spot there. But you got Marquise Goodwin on your bench. And we haven't even talked about Samaj P. Ryan that much. Like, I think he could be yeah, great. Yeah, well, Dan loses Chris Thompson, which is a big blow. Which I'm but happy he, that he has Samaj P. Ryan. Right, slide yeah. P. Ryan in and hopefully... Uh, like we talked about with Fat Rob also being out, uh, P. Ryan can be a consistent. Consist- I just, I, uh, I, I think I, I totally agree that Dan's team. He's got a great defense is, in Pittsburgh. Is argued like, it, I don't. There's not a, a team I'd rather have right now. Yeah, he's definitely got one of the best teams, if not the best team. Uh, you know, there's a there's a quite a few good teams. Obviously, I, I said I think he's, I think I like his team a little bit better than Scott's right now, but. Scott's got Levy and Bell, Leonard, uh, Leonard Fournette. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, this these four running backs here are pretty certain, wild. Certainly for pretty the top wild. ten. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's so it's Dan has to play you next week, which is going to be tough because your team can put up points. So, but yeah, if he can beat you, go to five and seven. He would just need to win his last week. And then I, th- I really, th- I think a six and seven team is going to make the playoffs. And like I said, he's got the tiebreaker over a lot of teams that are fighting against him for a playoffs. But the only one he doesn't have it against is Scott. Yeah, they could both still get in, and I think they both deserve to get in. So yeah. I will be. No, they definitely do. Those I will are two be of the rooting best teams for that. Yeah. I will be rooting for that. Um. One quick note, uh, Des Bryant, yeah, he did have an, like an ankle injury. He left the game um, November 5th. So what was that, like two weeks ago, three weeks ago? Uh, so. Okay. 
So three weeks ago he was injured. Yeah. Played two weeks ago. Played since then. Two weeks ago. So I'm asking him. Uh, so I was right. Um, <laughs> he's going to play on the, the last matchup? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So Scott's five and six in seventh. Dan's four and seven in tenth. They can both still make the playoffs. Obviously, Scott is looking much better than Dan right now with that victory. It was a huge, huge game. Uh, just devastating for Dan. Uh, I really hope he can still make the playoffs. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's talk about this last matchup. Um, Drew versus Tommy. Drew puts up 12,716. And Tommy puts up 9,464. Can I go through your team real quick? No. All right. So Marcus Mariota actually somehow. Mariota. 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 Actually somehow. Mariota. Let's get an audience poll here. How do you pronounce Marcus Mariota's name? Just shout it out. Mariota. Mariota. All right, we got some consensus. <laughs> they also agree that it's Mariota or Mariota. Um, Marcus Mariota Mariota, a, with 1874 somehow, he threw four interceptions, but yeah. was able to garner together 306 passes. Yeah, rushing so touchdown save. Somehow put together a respectable week for you. Richard Matthews riding the coattails of that with 1980, a huge week for him. But Cameron Brait showing up low time for you. That's the opposite of big time with yeah, 170. You know, <sighs> Marquise Lee only with 700. Devontae Parker with 460 because if Jay Cutler's not in in the fourth quarter, then Devontae Parker's not going to get points. Yep. And then we've touched on this, but Kareem Hunt only 19, only 920. What do you think about what? About what they're typing. <laughs> Brian's saying it's Mary Ota. Dan Tierney is saying it's Manziel. <laughs> I don't uh, think it's pronounced Manziel. Now, well, now that Dan types that, Manziel sounds familiar. Yeah, that's a different person. Marcus Manziel. <laughs> no, that's the same person. I'm going to go with my final answer is Manziel. I'm going to lock that in. Final answer? I'm going to go with Mary Ota. Okay, well, let's clarify this. Brian, is it Mariota or Mariota? Because you pronounce ta. You spelled T-A-H, which I I would say Mariota. You think T-A-H is ta? Yeah. Ta would, like Mari- Mariota would, would be, be T-U-H. T-U-H. Yeah, true. So, so it's Mariota. Okay. So Mariota. Thank you, Brian. Marcus Mariota with 1874. Um, yeah, so obviously, you know, only Jake Elliott only with 100 for you. I know you were disappointed. He got injured. Yes, I knew that. I yeah, knew that. He would have had a massive week. Yeah. The Eagles put up 37 points. Yeah, he and got And on injured. several occasions didn't elect to take a field because he didn't have a kicker. Yeah. Elliott would have had at least 1,000. It's, it's been... It's a, it's a tail it's, of your it's, season. It's been close to like a half a dozen weeks where one of my players gets injured. Yeah. At very early on. Jameson Crowder with 11-10 on your bench, you know. I like spot. him rest of the season. Yeah, I like him rest of the season for you. Jameson Reed with only uh, zero on your bench because he didn't play. Um, and then uh, Danielle Freeman with zero. He didn't play as well. Play. It's, it's not my year. Yeah, it's, it's not, not my year. year. I, I love the team that I drafted. I have mostly those players still on my roster, you know, a, a majority of them. Oh, Brian cleared it up. It's Ta is in Utah. Mormon motherfuckers. <laughs> Okay, so we've, uh, we've settled it. Taz in Utah. Um, you think it's pronounced Utah? 
Yeah. The state? Utah. So it's Mariotah. <laughs> Utah. Mariotah. Mariotah. Oh, Utah. Yeah, Utah, the state. Mariotah. 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 Mary-o-tah. Yeah. Mariotah. That's about a nine on the tension scale. I don't get it. It's an inside joke. Yeah, oh. it's you had to be there. Really? Yeah. No, you're you're making, you're, you're messing with me. <laughs> Uh, anyone who's listening to the podcast, email in if you have any stories of feeling excluded in your life or left out. Uh, and just what you think about inside jokes as a whole. Any audience questions before Tommy runs through Drew's team and we close out the show? Well, we're not going to close out the show after Drew's team. we got a few things to talk about, but... All right. No time for audience questions. Move on. That's not what I said. That is not what I said. Uh... Corey Clement. Dan, please uh, explain your joke. <laughs> <laughs> Corey Clement. Great play, huh? Great play by me? Yeah. Thank you. Um, don't like him rest of season. Yeah, I know you don't. Because um, you don't like anyone rest of season that's not on your team. <laughs> uh so, yeah. What if I just spent the entire show trashing <laughs> everyone? Um, and then when I got to my team, I was just really complimentary. I think I have... That'd be biased news. We're not biased here. Let's talk. No, never biased. Great. I think I have the worst team in the league. Tommy. Okay. What about... We're on to Drew's team. Okay. <laughs> Tom Brady, 25-56. Massive. Marvin Jones Jr. with sixteen fifty, Massive. That I was going to run through this. Travis Kelsey. <laughs> I mean, Travis Kelsey put up thirteen ninety even with the Chiefs being trash. Yeah, he was the only. He was the only. Uh, uh, you know, they. He's great. Travis Kelsey's great. Yeah, and like I mentioned, Devontae Adams sixteen sixty. He's been reliable with uh, Brett Favre as a quarterback. Yeah, I was surprised that they were bringing Favre back, but I outside of the game against New Orleans where he put up two twenty. Adams games with Hundley as, as his quarterback. 1390, 880, 1750, and 1660. He's benefited from Rodgers being gone. Yeah. Because Rodgers yeah. throws to Nelson a yeah. lot more. Yeah, absolutely. Adams Adams has been Hundley's guy. Nelson Aguilar. 30 points. One reception for negative, for negative two yards. It's by far his worst week of the year. Three, three subpar weeks in a row for him. Um... I don't know if you can start him confidently next week if you're Drew in a must-win game. We'll see what he decides there. He's got definitely – he and Anna both have decisions to make uh, in that matchup. But Drew's team – Juju Smith-Schuster doesn't have a great week, but you like Juju Smith-Schuster. If he can – I don't. he's got a little bit of an injury going on here, but if he can be healthy in that Pittsburgh offense, he's been dynamite. Yeah, it's a hamstring, unfortunately. He didn't, yeah, he didn't those practice are, those today. are complicated. So they'll probably be cautious with that. So he may, he may end up missing some time, unfortunately. We do have an uh, audience member question. Brian Tierney asking, will Jim Harbaugh be the Bears coach next year? And then Dan following up with, is that the rumor out there? I hadn't heard that, but that sounds pretty cool. Jim Harbaugh. I don't think Jim Harbaugh is going to leave Michigan. Played for the Bears. No. Uh, Why would he? I don't understand. Doesn't he? I do have the second most points against. Thank you for mentioning that, Dan. Yes, Michigan wants Harbaugh out. <clears throat> Why do they want Harbaugh out? Not good enough. Michigan wants to win championships. They want to be Ohio Hasn't State. Hasn't he only been the coach for like two years? Two years? 
quick turnover. You get it done. Football now. coaches. You get it done now. Football you... coaches are on the hot seat, man. More than any Unless other sport. You coach the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, well, then you're never on the hot seat. <laughs> and you can just even keep if your, your job team is for shit years for years and years and years and years. Even if your team is shit for a decade, you keep the job. Chief owners. Yeah, he has to be out after this year, right? No, no, because this year's no different than the last. No, they've been worse this year. Than what? They've well, never made. The, they don't like. They were close to making the playoffs the last couple of years. Yeah. Well. Um. All right. Any other thoughts on Drew's team? Drew's team with Tom Brady as his quarterback. I know you, you for some reason have never been a fan of Drew's team. Can't stand him. Uh, but I like Jai in Philly. Uh, he said back-to-back good weeks. Williams has looked good since Ajay left. Uh, so I think he's got running backs that he can start pretty confidently. He's got wide receivers he can start confidently. He's got the tight end he can start confidently. And he's got a quarterback he can start confidently. And now that he's got Will Lutz with that New Orleans offense, that's a kicker you can start confidently. Obviously, it comes down to his matchup with Anna. I'm not. I won't say who I'm rooting for in that. I'm going to stay unbiased. Yeah, absolutely. If Drew, if Drew can can win, if Drew can make the playoffs, he's. I th- I like. I mean, he's got a decent team. So yeah. He he's had a very up and down team. Take. He's yeah. had a very up and down team. He's had some big weeks. Sure. So, Brian did say that losing to Michigan State means you're out. So yeah, Michigan doesn't like losing to Michigan State. Understandably, I just feel like I don't know, especially in college football where you got to like well, recruit guys. You got to give guys a couple anything of years. that's not John Fox would be an upgrade. So oh yeah, no the the bear. I would love if the Bears got Jim Harbaugh. I like uh, John. He's Har- kind of a weirdo. John Harbaugh is the best. And they're yes. brothers. And they're brothers, so they're the same. So, you're the best. And so then you're the best. I'm your brother. Um, <laughs> so, thank you so much for, for listening, guys. Uh, Tommy's going to talk us through a few more things. We're, we'll almost be done here. Sorry, it's uh, taking a bit of time. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Brian asked, are you guys in Illinois or West Coast? We are in Illinois. We are in Ray's Lake, Illinois, home of the Rams and the Knights. Um, and... Yeah, we are in Tommy and Kyle's basement, to be specific. Very true. Very true. Thank you for asking that question. From the drapes in the background, it looks like they're at Hugh Hefner's penthouse. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're glad you like our drapes. And RIP to Hugh Hefner, the legend. Way too soon. Way too soon. Gone but but never forgotten. (laughs) Um, All right, Tommy. What's up? You got some things to run us through before we close out a shot? Not really. I thought we were done. All right. That'll do it for everyone. <laughs> no, okay. So, okay. Let me give you a rundown. There's two weeks left, right? 12 teams, eight playoff positions. Two of them are locked down. Kyle's got one locked down. Jack's got one locked down. We've got six playoff spots remaining, and we have got four teams that are six and five. Louie, Lou. Brian and Justin, and three teams that are five and six, Scott, Drew, and Anna, and then one four and seven team that is much more likely than the other two four and seven teams to make the playoffs in Dan. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a bit more points for than you guys. Yes. 
a shade. A shade more. A shade more. Only like 17,000. Brian says, thanks, guys. You rock. Keep up the good work. Hey, Brian. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't speak for that Tommy. Means, no, you can. That means a lot to that us. That means a ton to us. Um, we're doing this because we love chatting with each other, but we're doing this for you guys. I mean, the fans, everyone is tuning in week after week. I mean, it's crazy. We, we, we started this just talking about our own league and the fact that it's... <laughs> Spread to so many others outside of the league. Right. It's, it's, is humbling. Yeah. Uh, I think Kendrick Lamar said it best. Sometimes you just got to sit down, be humble, sit down, be humble. So I want to say thank you to you, Brian, for humbling me. All right. Um, On to your stats. Yeah. Okay. So. Thank you, thank you, Brian. Uh, you have a very big matchup against Justin this week. You are both six and five. Brian and Justin are both six and five. They are playing each other, as I mentioned earlier. Woo. The winner is automatically into the playoffs. What do you think about that, audience? Yeah, yeah, I got two capers, bitch. And no <laughs> cursing. And <laughs> the audience, no follow-ups. And then the loser will be six and six, and they will be in a difficult spot. They will have to win their last week to guarantee themselves a playoff spot. The other big matchup, as we mentioned, is Anna versus Drew. The winner will even their uh, their record out to six and six in control of their own destiny. The loser drops to five and seven, would not be in control of their own destiny, would be very much on the outside looking in, and would need a lot of help to get into the playoffs. So that, I think, is the most important matchup of the week wow. is, is Anna versus is Anna versus Drew because while the Justin versus Brian matchup is important when they're since they're both at six and five their seasons aren't in jeopardy so to speak even with a loss I want to put it on the record because I'm a man of hot takes I'm a man of integrity and I don't like sitting on the fence I don't like guys who do so <laughs> I'm taking Anna in this matchup I think it's a no-brainer I think she'll take it home clearly and I think she'll rise to six and six, put herself in a good position to ride it home to the playoffs. And I think Drew's going to drop to five and seven, and his trash pit of a team <laughs> will miss the playoffs as he deserves. It's a very hot take. Uh, <laughs> but well said, I agree 100%. No, uh, it's going to be very interesting. I, I, I wish are, them both the best of luck. They're projected for very Anna. even scores. They're projected for very even scores. It'll be interesting. Uh, Drew is coming off of a, a really good week, and Anna's coming off of a really bad week. Now, potentially with how volatile Drew's team has been, maybe he has a down week, and Anna you know, goes back, back up to her usual ways. So, hopefully, hope, I, I, what I'm hoping is... I, I hope... It's not a really high-scoring matchup where one of them loses with like twelve or thirteen thousand. Yeah, because that's a really rough way for your season to almost certainly yeah. end. Yeah, you hope one um, of them just flops. Yeah, if one of them flops, yeah. then it's like okay, Definitely. I didn't deserve and it. I, and I and I think Drew will. I think he will. So I think we'll have no worries there. I don't expect it to be close. Um, I expect Anna to be in the thirteen, fourteen, maybe fifteen thousand range, and I expect Drew to be sub nine. Uh, so, hot take. Yeah. 
So it'll definitely be a wide gap. I don't expect it to come down to the wire or even close to that. Um, any other thoughts? The only matchup this week that doesn't matter really is Kyle versus Greg. Kyle's got a playoff spot. Greg can't really make the playoffs. I play Scott. I, I need a win to keep hope alive. Well, my <laughs> I have no hope. Let me just clarify that. Uh, to keep a possibility alive, I would need to win. I would need to beat Scott, <laughs> which he's averaging around 13,000 points a week. Yeah. Um, so I would need to do something that I haven't done since week two. Okay. Well, hey, now's the time. And now you got Vernon Davis. And I got Vernon Davis to lead the charge. Uh, Louie and Dad play each other. They're both 6-5 and five as well. Winner of that matchup secures a playoff spot. Again, Louie is in a much better position than uh, – not a much better position. He's outscoring Dad by – 3,400. So, Dad, with his... Dad's had a few great weeks in a row, so he has the tiebreaker over Brian, over Justin, and over Drew and Anna. So, honestly, Dad and Louie will probably both make the playoffs, uh, even, you know, who even if, obviously, one of them's going to lose, even the loser will probably still make the playoffs. Uh, Both of them could still make it, even if they drop to 6 and 7. So, it's going to come down to, like I said, that loser between Justin and Brian is going to be in a very precarious situation. Very precarious situation. Let's look ahead. I want to just look ahead real quick to week 13 because uh, in week 13, Justin has to play Dan. So if Brian beats Justin and Justin falls to 6-6, six and six, that means he's got to go up against Dan's team to save his season. Yeah. Because I don't think Justin gets in at six and seven, uh, unless he can put up a lot of points over the next two weeks. Hmm. Uh, Brian plays Greg in week thirteen. So <clears throat> yeah, two biggest matchups are definitely Brian and Justin, and then Anna and Drew. So well, we'll be keeping our eye. On yeah, it it's uh, it's gonna come down to it, folks. Exciting times. We kick things off tomorrow with three games. Yes, have so, a merry Thanksgiving. Yeah. Have a blessed Thanksgiving, everyone. Blessings to all. Jack, please end with a singing excerpt from L.A. Story. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's good. Um, I am waking up on Sunset Boulevard. There's the lyrics in that song. Um, yes. A Merry Thanksgiving. A Merry Thanksgiving. To all. And to all a Merry Thanksgiving. And to all a Merry Thanksgiving. Um, this was a lot of fun. This was Tommy, a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. I wish. For the hey, life. Thanks, thanks for coming. Hey. I wish we could do this every week. Yeah. So why don't we do it? Yeah, let's do it. I'll fly you out. You fly me out. We'll take turns. We'll take turns. Absolutely. Yeah. Once a week. Once a week. You all in, audience? Yeah. Everyone's willing to pay? Woo! Sure. Are they going to pay for our tickets? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. That works well, out better for us. We're the talent. Um, no, yes. Uh, thank yes, you, everyone, for listening so much. Yeah, thanks, uh, thanks for tuning in, Brian and Dan. Sorry this is uh, so late. Uh, to both of you, uh, especially Dan, I know we said we would start a little, uh, we would start a little earlier. But thanks for tuning in; it means a lot. Uh, you know, this this is a lot more fun for us to be able to do this with an audience. Uh, you know, with with people that we like uh, hanging out with and talking to. So, <laughs> thank you for tuning in. It's been a pleasure uh, bringing week eleven. <laughs> 
been a pleasure <laughs> talking uh, fantasy football with you guys here about week 11, hey, episode 11. Don't be strangers. Oh! Do you want to talk about Dan's email? Or Mr. Dombrowski's email? Uh, <laughs> Dan's comment. Uh, that microphone has given me penis envy. Um... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a blue yeti uh really high quality microphone and yeah uh i suppose you can't deny that if this was the shape of your penis <laughs> um that'd be good so <laughs> i agree with the comment while inappropriate and not <laughs> related to fantasy football um happy to comment on it yeah um we should, All right. We should probably end. Yeah. Yeah. We okay. Can, we can talk about the email uh, next week. Uh, Dumbra- Mr. I don't see a Dombrowski even in the... Yeah, Mr. Dombrowski isn't watching in tonight, the, so... waiting room, so uh, I don't think he'll be arriving soon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, best wishes to everybody. Thank you so much. We will be back at our normal time recording on Tuesday. Um, probably won't be uploaded until Thursday or so, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, you can, you can catch us next week talking about week 12 and that's going to be, that's going to be the episode that really gets going because we're going to have one week left yeah. and we're going to know what needs to happen. We're going to know what needs to happen. We're going to know what needs to happen. exciting times, folks. Tune in. Um, we are sponsored by, Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't get any sponsors for this week. Uh, we're going to work on that though. Please send some sponsor opportunities our way. <laughs> JR Let. No, that's not my email. JR at letstalkpod.com and TJ at letstalkpod.com. We're looking for our first sponsor uh, because it's always been a dream of mine. I can't speak for Tommy, but it's always been a dream of mine to say. Uh, and today's episode is sponsored by. Yeah. And, me too. Know, the paper did not be blank. So thank you again for tuning in. And thank you to all our future sponsors. Dan Bryan, thank you for joining, joining the Facebook Live. Absolutely. Anyone who wants to watch the video, if you're listening to the podcast, if you want to watch the video, uh, you're going to have to request access to our private Facebook group account, and then you'll be able to uh, watch the video in there. So just shoot us a Facebook friend request. Um, you can email us at, at our Let's Talk Pod emails to get those Facebook links. And more than likely, anyone that's listening to this is already in that Facebook group, so uh, don't worry about what Jack just said. Um, you're excluding... <laughs> a vast majority of our listening base. <laughs> Thanks again, guys. Have a very safe Thanksgiving and rest of your weekend. Be merry. Be happy. On the corner of happy and healthy. Be well. Let's talk fantasy, fantasy football. football. See, we wouldn't be able to get that synced up like that yeah. if we were. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Woo! Thank you, audience. Thank you, audience. That's a wrap. Bye. Have a beautiful time. LA story. Okay, I don't want to mess anything up. I'm going to hit the yellow stop button. I'm going to hit the yellow stop button. Yeah, you just do it. This is right in the way to Facebook Live. Oh, no. Happy holidays, Dan. Uh, best of wishes to uh, give the give the fa- family wish uh, best wishes out in Tucson. Yes. Brian, if you're still on, 